Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I am now Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast, an award-nominated dating and sex advice podcast, where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we are an award-nominated sex dating advice podcast uh, that either answers your questions or finds them in the wild, on the internet, the topics of sex and dating, right here in your ears, every Monday, and one day extra month if you're on our Patreon. It's true. Uh, Cheers. Cheers. It's nice, it's right? It's fucking tasty. Thank Isn't you. That good. Dan yeah. has made papaya margaritas for us because we're having a fun day. We're going to go record this episode and then we're going to go meet Zach Efron. So uh, if mean, you have any questions for Zach Efron, go back in time and send them to us. Zach Efron's going to meet us. That's, yeah, that's accurate. And then we're going to bring him to karaoke and he's going to do bet on it. And we're going to do high school musical. That's, that is high school musical. Damn it. <laughs> The one where he's on hey, the golf course. He's Dan, could you get your head in the game? Bet on it, bet on it. It's the only good high school musical song. I can't tell if you're reading or if you're upset by my. No, it got the one. It got removed, but that's okay because I downloaded it twice. You ready for a question? Yeah, I don't think I have any sex news or anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is from Desnue. Hold on, do you read all your questions in landscape mode? No, but I took a screenshot of this oh. one because I was I knew it was gonna get taken. Okay. Away. I was like, how have I never noticed this before? Um, this is by Desnue, and it's from Seduction. Easily bored by everyone I meet. Feel like women don't turn me on anymore after a while. The quality of women out there are not even wifey material anymore. Feel like most girls by age twenty already slept with ten plus guys, so this is very discouraging. And can't see women more than sexual objects because of how they objectify themselves and let men use them. I see no point in temporary pleasure. Good news for you. Women aren't the only sexual partners that you can pursue. That's that's my first thought as well. I was like, have you tried men? Yeah. Non-binary folk? Mm-hmm. Right? You've, you have a, a whole smattering of options if women aren't doing it for you anymore. No, I don't think that's the point he's... He's bringing up. No, there are many red. There's like a whole bushel of red flags there. The thing that make let I just I love the idea that in seduction, their their like their success, their end goal, winning state is sleeping with multiple women, mm-hmm. right? Like being able to be irresistible and sleep with whatever woman they want. But yeah. the second a woman has done the same mm-hmm. or even had multiple sexual partners in a very low a low bar yeah you know what i mean like 10 sexual partners this guy's like oh how could they yeah it's but like enough. the second the second a woman has had multiple sexual partners they're i don't know worthless not worth pursuing anymore and it's like yeah. my man what makes you think that this changes for you what makes you think that women are going to look at you and be like mm-hmm. oh you've slept with 20, 30, 40, however many people you think is a lot of people, I got to get on this. Yeah. Also, not, just not to say that there's a judgment call one way or the other. It doesn't matter how many people you no, sleep with. shouldn't be. It's also just like ironic because what they want is to be able to sleep with a bunch of people. And then you think doing that, they would be open to that, you know, on both sides of the table because they want women to sleep with them easily. Yes. But then if somebody sleeps with other people, it's like, oh worthless now it's like what you just want people to be easy for you 
yeah. or people to be sexually free with you, but nobody else. Yes. Like, fuck off, you dumb idiot. Uh, also, just like the, the mental gymnastics of being like, oh, I can't see women as more than sex objects because they objectify themselves. It's like, cool, dude. It's like, that was not my fault. They're making me see them as nothing but sex objects. Yeah, this guy doesn't say sexualized via their pictures mm -hmm. or having an OnlyFans account or, you know, having a, a, a Snapchat or a TikTok. It seems like them having sex with other people yeah. or multiple partners Sorry, or a lot. I believe their exact term was letting men use them. Yes. Um, that seems to be the issue of them being sexual. It's like, so a sexually active woman has sexualized herself mm -hmm. and that makes you no longer want to have sex with them because they are in fact having sex, therefore overtly sexualizing. Yeah, them. It's, it's like, I don't know what you like. Yeah, dude, you should, if you want to have sex with someone, hopefully they are also sexually active mm -hmm. and therefore are you sexually objectifying? No, it's called attraction. Mm -hmm. You are attracted to them. And if they're attracted to you, you're not objectifying each other Yeah, and you're not objectified if you're having sex, that's just, that's not how it works. Also, I love that. It's like, it starts being like, oh, I'm bored by everyone I meet. You're not, you're an asshole. Yeah, you're you're not saying, oh, it sucks. I don't respect women. So when I'm with them, it sucks because I don't have any good feelings for them because my mindset is so fucking poisoned. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's what's happening. It's like, you fucking suck. Wifey material doesn't exist because what one person wants in a wife yeah. is not what another person wants in a wife. There's no, just like grand fucking standard everyone's held to uh it's just that you're a fucking toxic piece of shit so yeah. stop judging people for who or how many people they've slept with uh stop turning women into fucking sex objects and get your fucking shit right or or go fuck men and still get your shit right i would love to know how he knows these numbers is it just do you uh, look probably at, just assume yeah do you look at them and see someone who's charismatic and perhaps not, you know, completely covered head to toe and, and is willing to mm. be proud of their body and comfortable in their skin and just immediately assume, well, that's a slut. Well, Definitely. that's actually a good point because he says, feel like most girls mm -hmm. by age 20. It's like, oh, <laughs> literally nothing to base this on. Also, get the fuck over it. Who cares? Yeah. I really just, in the sun pile, jettison it right into that spicy boy. <sighs> this man? This particular person? Hey, him too. Him yeah. too. But mainly just that mindset of like, oh, women for 20 years have slept with 10 plus men. I'm Jordan Peterson. Well, Jordan Peterson is higher. It's more... <laughs> I'm Jordan Peterson. It's more like this. It's more like it's, this. It's a lot, more, a lot more Kermit the Frog. I'm not very good at doing Kermit. <laughs> no, you're almost more Cookie Monster. I, I, I don't fucking know, man. The only... <laughs> it's all that from the Cookie Monster Sons of Anarchy <laughs> thing that I reread every day. Uh, so yeah, get the fuck over this shit. You're only... Being a miserable idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this comes from Kindly Chance 8611. Am I the asshole? Ghosting her and blocking her? I met a girl eight years ago. We became close friends. Then last year she told me she loved me and thought we should be together. I agreed. We slept together all the while, telling me this other guy she dated recently meant nothing to her. Anyway, a few weeks later, she tells me that she likes him more and they get together. Jump forward to the last weekend. She reaches out to me after a year of not talking and says, sorry. Uh, we have a friendly chat and catch up. Then I just stop responding because those feelings of sadness creep in. So I ghosted her. And now I just sent her a message saying, I don't think you should have messaged me. And I know we said, if we see each other, we'll say hi. But I would rather you didn't. And you continued to leave me alone. 
I can't forgive you for what you did, and trying to has made me worse. You really hurt me, and I don't want you to contact me ever again. Then I blocked her without waiting for her to reply. Was I right to do that, or am I a dick? Like, it sounds a little harsh, but also, if you are upset by this, sure. Like, you don't owe anybody your time and your effort and your emotional whatever. Like, if talking to this person upsets you and if what they did to you upset you, and at least you're being forthright, you don't owe them a chance to reply, re- reply to reply before being blocked. You don't even owe them the heads up that you're blocking them. So, no, you do you if you want to. You yeah. Know? At the end of the day, I think it's really important to take care of your your mental health. And, and if you know that, like, staying in contact with someone is bad for you mm-hmm. emotionally or mentally or physically, uh, then, yeah, take the steps necessary to put you in a better headspace. Um, you can always unblock if you have a change of heart or mm-hmm. if you feel that you would like to explain yourself further. You can, for sure. But again, as Nell said, you, you don't owe people much of anything, especially after what seems like they seem to have just fucked off for eight, or for a year yeah. while they dated this person. They seem to have quickly moved on from you mm-hmm. when you guys were dating. Um, so I think, I think taking the stance of being like, actually being involved with you in any sense is not good for me. And then making the steps to make sure you don't relapse or, you know, have a moment of weakness, I think is a, a fair, mm-hmm. a fair course of action to take. I don't think that makes you an asshole. No. They might think you're an asshole. But yeah, that that's fine. They're allowed to think you're an yeah. asshole. Just because someone thinks you are, doesn't mean you are. And honestly, if me and Dame were sitting here saying, yeah, it's a little harsh. I think, you know, you are an asshole, but that situation still makes you feel like shit. It doesn't matter if someone else also calls you an asshole. You mm. know what I mean? If we were both to say you were an asshole, but this situation causes you like stress and harm and all this shit, it's like protect yourself. You know what I mean? It doesn't really matter. And at the end of the day, you haven't done anything to no. them, right? Like you, you didn't maliciously attack them. You didn't uh, give them ultimatums. You didn't say like, you know, don't contact me again or I'll throw myself off a bridge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was none of that. There was no emotional manipulation. You just stated plainly, how you felt mm-hmm. and what you wanted and, and established boundaries. Yeah. And that's what we promote here. You yeah. know what I mean? Communication, healthiness, boundary setting, happiness. You did all those things, you know, I'm not saying this made you happy, but it's a step towards happiness. If this yeah. situation was making you sad. So yeah, I'm all for it, you know, yep. and people need to, to recognize. And it sucks that there are moments when you're like, fuck, am I being an asshole? And you like, don't do what's best for you out of fear of like other people. And it's like, yeah, you know, you should look after yourself. Absolutely. Okay. And this is by bat psycho Gaijin. Why am I 30 year old male being blank tested so much on dating apps? And now the blank is four stars. Cause they didn't want to spell out the word shit. Yes. We will so far just well for the rest of the question. I will just say it. So I'm on all the dating apps, and I assume I'm an attractive guy since I'm receiving matches consistently. I'm also very fit, and I do have a shirtless pic of myself on my profile. The issue I'm having is that women, especially on Hinge, will match with me, but then proceed to mock my intelligence or unfair that I'm dumb with some snide comment. Funny part is, they match with me only to belittle my personality, hence the reason I assume it's a shit test. And they've edited it and put shit in all capitals and bold because all the comments are like, you can fucking spell it, dude. It's the internet. You're not going to get in trouble. 
Uh, my issue is this is foreign to me. I've only been in three relationships and I've never been the initiator with women. I don't know how to resolve these or respond to these comments and usually resolve to unmatch them or tell them they're making assumptions about the entirety of my personality based on several pictures and prompts from a dating app. Why is this happening? I would love to like, well, if you want to know what's on this profile, let me scroll. Please, please. I would love to know. Cause I can't answer this. Cause if like, if you're just answering honestly and fairly mundanely, sure. But if you're hitting them with some fucking Andrew Tate bullshit, mm-hmm. then I think you are opening yourself up to, well, what he has is lived in three different countries, speak five languages and currently doing a PhD. Okay. It's weird that they're coming after your intelligence. Like if that's, well, that's the thing. It's like, all you've done has been like, I'm intelligent. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's maybe a gentle ribbing, you know, like maybe they're like, oh, I'd invite you out, but I don't know if you're smart enough for trivia. Like, ha ha ha. And he's like, you're making assumptions. This is you. Like, I can only assume that it's because essentially all he said is I'm smart. That's also not how hinge works. Yeah, I don't know right? if like I I don't I, I would love to know his full prompts, and I would also like to know the messages you're being sent, so that we could maybe parse: Are you misreading them? Are you you know what I mean? Like, are you are you doing a bad job at as Dallas saying, not understanding that the the jokes that are being made are jokes and not personal attacks as you seem to think they are? Mm-hmm. If you are seeing that people are constantly picking on one thing of your profile maybe change that thing or or rework it or maybe take a step back and look at it from like try to look at it from from fresh perspective Mm -hmm. and be like hey what is this actually saying to people who don't know me because i could very easily i mean like so way back when when i first had tinder Mm -hmm. we've talked about it you're called a fuckered cum dumpster yeah i my uh my profile was girl let me just sit you down and explain the game of thrones to you Mm -hmm. and the there was a a fair most people thought it was funny but there are a fair number of people who'd be like how dare you i know everything about game of thrones i probably know more about it than you do blah blah and it's like obviously a joke you've Mm -hmm. missed the point and i think that's a good like metric of also being like probably not going to get along if you're going to knee jerk reaction to thinking that i am in fact yeah looking to mansplain game mm-hmm. of thrones especially too. like to someone you don't know as well like you put up a general profile and they're like this is to me specifically and it's a fan, you know yeah yeah that's wild i i have to assume they're not calling him dumb for no reason spelling mistakes well that's the thing if you're like i'm super smart but like you've said it super dumb yeah, yeah, that's fucking hilarious. I would, I would, make, well, I probably wouldn't, but I would want to call you on that. I mean, we do it all the time on Tinder profile. Oh, for sure. Show where people are like, you must be intelligent or looking yeah. for this super if smart. If you're not then, intelligent, you're yeah. not for me. Well, it was like the guy who was like, who spelled dumb and you are yeah, yeah. wrong on, on like last week or yeah. week before. It's, it's, there's any number of reasons, but if someone like, especially on, on things where, you don't have to match with people before you message them. Mm-hmm. Things like Hinge, which which anyone can message anyone at any point in time. Um, I think that opens up the possibility of you kind of having to, you get to pre-screen things, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's not the vibe, yeah. then just move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you really do need to take a hard look at your profile from like, maybe get a, a, a friend. Maybe a, send it into us. Yeah, or, or like a female friend to look at it and be like, hey, if you didn't know me, what mm-hmm. would you, you know, what, what, what would you get from this? And hopefully you, it's someone you trust. 
and and see what they say because I think that could also open your eyes to yeah for what sure. people are picking up. I refuse to believe people are just coming out of nowhere and picking on him. Literally just being like, fuck you, you're dumb. You know what I mean? It, they're either joking or, as you said, he's made a mistake in his profile. Or mm-hmm. it's very heavy-handedly like, I'm smart. Which, yeah. like, that's not a good look. But it worries me that he's talking about shit tests. Because that's a very seduction, oh, yeah. toxic masculinity, like, pickup artistry, thinking less of women bullshit thing. That, like, makes me believe that this is, in fact, a him problem and not a them problem. The thing that I love about pickup artists talking about shit tests, and for those of you who don't know what a shit test is, it is something like if I walked up to a woman and I was like, oh, hey, how's your night going? And they say something along the lines of like, it was good until you started talking to me or something like that, like an initial sort of like... Kind of like nagging. (laughs) Kind of like nagging, but also like I think a lot of dudes get thrown when their cool opener or their icebreaker doesn't work, Mm -hmm. but like Nine times out of ten, like that's when I do my best work. Like for I, sure, it's it, that's flirty, that's yes. fun, that's like having someone. Unless it's a very clear, like I don't want to be bothered right now. Yeah, for sure. But okay, they, back off, whatever. Mm. But if like if someone's gonna rib me a little bit, I'm gonna rib them back. Yeah, that's great. It and gives you like that's if you are chill with them, you know, being a little aggressive, which it kind of is, and you can like take the punches, roll with it, and like be funny back, or like you know, they, that's one engaging conversation. And two, a good sign of someone, like, if they're quick on their feet and they can, like, challenge you with something like that, that's great. I don't yeah. understand why people are so upset by this shit. And it's like... Because it's it's such a wrench in the fucking formulaic. Yeah, in the script that they have. Yes, right? Yeah. So it's like... But, like, I think, like, shit tests, to me, is when, like, flirting starts. Mm-hmm. Also, in my opinion. shit tests aren't really real. It's funny because I feel like seduction boys with their script in their pocket think women have this... All, like anti-script yeah, in their the pocket. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They've got their ammo loaded up and they come up and they just, like they're shooting down all it's no, it's just banter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing. I hate the term shit test so much because it's like this nefarious thing where like women are challenging you and it's yeah. they're devious and like everyone who discusses them, it's very much like victim mentality, like women are out to get me. Like yeah. I hate that. It's just banter. You know what I mean? So it's like if you think this is a shit test. Maybe it is, in fact, them playing on the fact that all you've done is said, I'm very smart, which not very engaging. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of my favorite things that people complain about on seduction or, mm-hmm. or like give you tips on how to do it. It's like yeah. you're missing the point. Mm-hmm. The point of like what you think is a shit test is the opening volley of like a flirtatious banter. Yeah. And if you think you need to shut it down yeah. with with, you know, either a fragile male ego response of like trying to put them in their place or something, yeah. which is, it could be a valid response if you do it playfully. Yeah. Right. Like if you, if you volley back another sort of like lighthearted jab or, yeah, or the, bar, uh, like it, there's a way to do it. But the funny thing is like, it's a very good time to be humble or let them shame you a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and I think no, like if someone knows that you can take it, and like not be a little like fragile masculinity fucking dick bag. That's a big plus in your in your fucking yeah, like corner. Cracking the old window of like self-deprecating yes, humor at that yeah. point in time. Just be like, yeah, yeah. Like you you show one that you're not gonna go fucking ape shit. Yeah, at least they say no, immediately. Presumably. Right? Like yeah. you you at least give the the sense that like you are conscious of <laughs> of sort of the dynamic that mm-hmm. men and women have in the public sphere. And it also shows that like you're willing to like you said, like 
take the hit and then like bounce back with something yeah. funny. If you can make someone laugh after that, I feel like you've probably got a good foundation sure. of maybe not right off the bat, but like you can go revisit that and be like, Oh, Hey, it's you. Remember we had that conversation. Again? Yeah, Obviously exactly. Don't say that, but <laughs> Hey, it's you. <laughs> hey, Hey, we, you're you. We talked, we talked before. Um, you gave me the shit test. That was funny. <laughs> but like, that's the thing. If you get like, oh, you're making preconceived things on just a picture and a, a profile. It's like, one, that's all online dating is. And two, now they're like, cool, this guy sucks. Mm-hmm. If I like ever say no or try to shut him down or anything, it's like, that's what you are to them now. You're like this reactionary, like fucking in like this flammable boy. You're covered in oil. You're just going to get set off. Yeah. You know, so just take, take it. Take a second, breathe. It's fun. This is fun. Yeah, fun. If if so, and like again, if someone points out something on your profile specifically, if they're being specifically pointed mm-hmm. and making fun of something, get on their profile, make something about like yeah. make make a joke about them. And like, if they get upset about that, then you're like, all right, this isn't gonna work. Because I would do the same thing if if I made a joke and someone fucking flew off the handle because of it. Oh yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I don't want to fucking date this person. Yeah, I'd be like, at absolutely all. not. Because yeah. a lot of my sense of humor is both self-deprecating and sarcastic. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I, I like to tease people. It's I, I think it's funny, especially That's if great. it's done yeah. in, a, in a playful and obviously fun mm-hmm. way. And kind. Kind, not malicious. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think two steps. First, relax. Take a look at what they're saying. And try to gauge whether or not they're actually making fun of you or mm-hmm. just being playful. And two... Have a have a fresh look at your profile and see if if maybe you're just exuding absolute douche chills. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, maybe rework things to be a little bit more humble. Yeah. Like still, by all means, like you're selling yourself on your profile, yeah. right? Like you're you're trying to make yourself seem appealing. But there's like a smooth way to do that and a very arrogant way to do that. And it kind of sounds like you were just trying to be like, I am smart. Another thing is like if the person doesn't consider themselves very smart or has had a bad experience with arrogant people that consider themselves smart. They're probably trying to test whether you're going to be a fucking asshole about yeah, it. Yeah, whether you're and following if, the footsteps or not. Exactly. And if you they make a joke and you're instantly like, oh, yeah, I am smart. Fuck you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you make a humble joke, you're like, oh, you got me. I only know four languages. Haha. <laughs> like, that's yeah. self-deprecating. You're still smart. But, like, you showing you're not on this weird high horse about it is going to be really reassuring to them, I imagine. You know? So... Just don't be a douche. Yeah. Just be like, I know the language of love. As I was well. going to make a language of love joke, but that also sounds very douchey. Yeah, absolutely. Don't ever say that. There's a way to do it, but it's for our master's course. Uh, this is from Reddit user Jessa Tessa. Jess Tessa? Jess Tessa. Is withholding sex emotional abuse? For the past few days, I, an 18-year-old female, been refusing sex, refusing to have sex with my boyfriend, 23-year-old male. The main reason I don't have sex is because I recently broke my arm. Obviously, I know I can still have sex with a broken arm, but I'm just so exhausted and haven't been in the mood because of it. The first day I said I didn't want to have sex, my boyfriend was fine with it. But now the third night, he's understandably upset. He told me that withholding sex from him was emotional abuse and manipulation, seeing as I didn't have a real excuse or real reason to refuse sex. But I mostly disagree. While I understand that sex is an expectation in a relationship, I'm only saying no to him for a few days until I feel more in the mood. I don't know what to think. Imagine looking at your partner who currently has a broken mm-hmm. bone, a, a limb that is very mm-hmm. important, that is broken, painful, and mm-hmm. being like, 
You're, I'm the victim. This this isn't a real reason not to fuck me. Yeah. Your that's... your broken bone isn't a reason not to have sex with me because I want to have sex. Mm-hmm. So withholding sex is emotional abuse, but this is not withholding sex. No. This is not having sex. Yes. Which is fine. Yeah. So like the abuse comes into it and maybe this is where the confusion is. It's like if I'm like, I'm not going to have sex with you because you didn't do the dishes. Exactly. And like I'm forcing and like weaponizing and like blackmailing and, and making it this thing that that's the abuse part. Mm-hmm. Just being like, I'm not in the mood or I don't want to have sex. And again, you don't need a fucking reason. It's not like it's like, oh, I don't have sex. OK, what's your reason? Oh, uh, this. You pull out the book. and You're like, ha, uh, it's not good enough. Not a real reason. Fuck that's, yes. That is not a real reason on the list of list of reasons. Broken arm is not there. Weird that broken arm isn't there, but it's, hey, we don't write the book. Everything, everything else, every other broken bone is there, but <laughs> arm, I think it's a misprint in the newest yeah. edition where they just accidentally, you know, when like the Bible was getting re- mm-hmm. rewritten by the monks and they kept fucking shit up. Yeah, kept calling, kept calling them Jibo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jibo. Uh, yeah, no, fuck your boy. Uh, by that, I mean, do not fuck your boyfriend. He's a douchebag. Uh, it's funny because... The manipulation is happening on his end. Yes. That's the emotional abuse. Yes. To guilt someone into having sex with you Mm -hmm. when they don't want to have sex with you is emotional abuse. Yeah. Is manipulation. As now said, if you were just being like, I'm not having sex with you because you didn't remember my birthday and I'm and until you do something to make it up to me, we don't have sex. Yeah. That's fucked up. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. Don't weaponize sex. Yeah. But. As again, as Nell said, you don't need a reason to not want to have sex, and not wanting to have sex is the only reason you need. Yeah, exactly. Like that's just how it is. It's not a sex is not an expectation in a relationship. No, it's well. I mean, I no, I, I think unless you, I think in in the general sense of it is yes. Um, but like that doesn't mean like something being an expectation doesn't mean it's a necessity. It's not an obligation. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and even then, a lot of relationships have no expectation of sex. So, just, and also, he's understandably upset. Stop being such a nice, understanding person when this guy's being a fucking douchebag. Yeah. It's been three days. Yeah. This Tell guy him to go jerk off. Like This guy can't fucking handle not having sex with his, like, this guy should be fucking doting on you. Yes. If my partner had a broken arm, and I, again, I'm not saying that, like, this is the, the right way to do it, but, like, just as an empathetic person, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even think... Of trying to have sex with someone with a broken arm. Yeah, if they wanted to have sex, sure. But like, sure, I, I would, would be do it very hey, gingerly. I've had sex with someone with a broken <laughs> arm, and it's terrifying. Yeah, like I'm so scared that I'll like move, and and there have been times where like you get into it and you do something, they're like ah, and you're like, oh no, that's a broken arm. Yeah, no, it's not emotional abuse. It's not emotional abuse. This guy to this sucks. Guy. This guy sucks. You need to, I think again, play your cards. Be like, look, I have a broken arm. I don't want to have sex. I don't feel like having sex. Mm -hmm. That's not emotional abuse. If you can't understand and empathize with the fact that I am in pain Mm -hmm. and therefore don't want to have sex because of it, then I don't think this is going to work. Yeah. And it's not emotional abuse. It's not manipulation. There is a legit reason. Mm -hmm. uh, And there doesn't need to be one. Even then, you don't like, I can't rank my reasons. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to have sex. And that doesn't, that doesn't mean I'm saying, we're not having sex because of whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have sex because of a reason. Yeah. And and like if he doesn't get it, you're young, you're 19, move on. Yeah. 
you can find and, someone who who will understand that a broken arm is plenty reason to understand why someone doesn't want to be intimate mm-hmm. or turn it into emotional abuse start to withhold be like i'm i'm not gonna have sex with you till you fix this arm <laughs> send them on a side quest to somehow learn i don't know to, to become a doctor yeah seven years later you'll be like well found someone else sorry yeah sorry maybe make a time sheet or something yeah. go back in time to stop you from be like if, exactly. you, re- if you really loved me if you can and, and we were together for as long as we should be you would we would be in a time where time travel is possible and if you really loved me you would have gone back in Damn. time to stop me from breaking my arm and because you didn't mm-hmm. therefore we break up in the future before time travel is invented which therefore, means we're kind of already technically broken up and i don't have sex with people i don't break i break up with in yeah, the future i need space <laughs> just this guy sucks and this is not fair Fuck and the me. thing is like this is the kind of person where if this relationship continues do you think he's gonna take oh i had a long day as a good excuse if broken arm doesn't cover it yeah or just again it's just like oh i'm not i don't really feel yeah. like it like that's emotional abuse you're manipulating me it's like no, no that's not no. that's not how it works then then you would never not have sex yeah then if we like fuck it's a loophole we never realized we always have to have sex because abuse otherwise, shit. Just tell them in the future you have had sex, and therefore, because time is not a straight line. Oh yeah, it is happening uh, all the time. Yeah, like like a wave. Sort time of is a circle. Time is so a circle. technically, because you had sex already, you're having sex you're right having, now. You're having sex somewhere on the timeline. Mm-hmm. You are having sex. Therefore, sex is being had. Tell them you've seen Multiverse of Madness, and you know there's a there's a hundred percent chance you're currently having sex. And there's also a, a chance that having sex with a broken arm kills both of you it's true that's not that's just not a chance you're willing to take see the worst thing is like i know this shouldn't matter because it doesn't because we've already established what's happened but it's like there are many ways to break your arm some of them are really fucking traumatic so it's like there could be a lot of other things going on here that just adds to how much of a dickhead this person's being you know what i mean like there actually are very few untraumatic ways to fucking break your arm so no, like, fuck you. This person is dealing with so much shit right now. They have to, like, they have a long recovery ahead of them. They have the fact that everything sucks because getting changed and showering and, you know, not being able to use one limb. It's crazy. I had a finger out of commission for six months and that sucked so much. Yeah. Everything's mom, so hard. My mom broke her arm and she was, like, going fucking crazy. She was like, the the things that you don't realize how mm-hmm. much you need two arms yeah, for. It's fucked. Um, yeah, and I think look, if this guy is is so down for sex, be like, cool, I'm out of commission. Like, yeah, service me. But you know, you can go down on me. Mm-hmm. That's a safe action. Don't yeah, you're well, right? Yeah, you're you're okay, right? You're feeling good. All right, great. Oh, you don't want to? Wait, is that abuse? Wait, are you withholding layouts? Are you? Yeah, you you uh, emotionally abusing me right now? It's like like that mentality yeah. of being like, oh, uh, actually, babe, I I would like a blowjob now. Oh, you have to go to work. Emotional abuse, huh? Uh, insane. Emotion, emotional abuse. Hmm, interesting. But no, this is not, not how it, it works. <laughs> Fuck you. Not how it works. Uh, don't worry. We'll go to something that I'm sure isn't awful. Uh, this is girlfriend broke my expensive Xbox controller after finding porn on it. And I assume it's the Xbox, not the controller. That'd be crazy. <laughs> he's living. He's living in the future. Yeah. Uh, I'm 23-year-old male. Let my girl live with me rent-free. She pays no bills, just stacks her money while I provide everything. 
We had a no pornography rule, I guess, and I broke it. She found out today while I was at work, and I came home to my Xbox controller completely smashed. Then leaves me a note on the fridge saying, time to equal the ratio, smiley face, and I guess left the house? Won't respond to my texts or calls. I know what to do. I know I fucked up, but she's taking it so far. What does that mean? It's, it's very threatening. I don't know. I assume, like... Is that supposed to imply that she's going to go fuck someone? It, it sounds like that. Or maybe she's going to go watch some porn, which is far less dramatic. Which is what I hope it is. But where are you going to watch porn? <laughs> the park? I don't know. She's obviously Starbucks, not. use the Wi-Fi? She's not doing great. Also, what do you mean no porn rule, I guess? That's that's very that's a very important part of this question. Uh, like, oh, fuck, I guess. Like, you just come home and like, ah, I guess we had no porn. Who knew? Like, <laughs> if you had this rule, one, don't make, don't agree to something you're going to break. Right. If you have yeah. a partner, because we've seen people talk about no porn in relationships and talk about reviews it before. If someone wants to do something like this, you don't say yes to like appease them with no intention of keeping it. Yeah. If you have an issue with it, state that you have an issue with it. And then if that's a hard line for them, you're not cut out for each other and you move on. Right. Yeah. Because like, I get it. It could be one of those things where someone's being like, I don't want you to, to masturbate or watch porn while we're in a relationship together. And I would be like, hey, I'm going to do both those things. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Like, I, I, I'm not going to stop masturbating just because I'm dating you. Yeah, that's a and controlling I'm, and awful thing to do and say. And so I will, I will probably watch porn while I do this. Um, and if you're not cool with that, that's fine. We're mm -hmm. not compatible. Yeah. Right. And and like, because the, the only other alternative is you agree to it, despite the fact that you don't want to. Yeah. And you're going to resent them mm -hmm. or you're going to lie to them yeah. or you're going to, you know what I mean? Like, just get all fucking weird about it. Like, yeah. it's 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 such a uh, neither option's good. Either you're bad. Uh, yeah, it's a bad situation. You keep the promise and you get miserable or you don't keep the promise and you're lying to your partner. And like, yeah, maybe it wasn't fair of them to ask in the first place, but you still made this expectation for them. And then when they broke, when you break it, they're going to feel betrayed yeah uh so you know don't do that now there is a possibility he didn't know about this rule that i mean yes the the oh i guess we didn't we guess we had this rule it's like yeah. if you don't explicitly talk about something if you just don't like the idea of porn or masturbating mm -hmm. and you've never shared that feeling or belief with your partner yeah. you can't just assume that because it's something that matters to you that they think about it yeah. or know about it or care about it. Or like act on it. Yeah. You can't just be like, you know, oh, they watch porn. That makes me mad. So I'm going to go in fucking destructo mode and just yeah. start smashing shit. Yeah. Which is another thing to talk about. Yeah. It doesn't matter how upset you are at your partner. Don't, don't smash their shit. Don't yeah. cause damage. Don't hurt anything or anyone. Or damn. Yeah. Being violent and like destructive and all these things. Like it's a fucking crime. You're a piece of shit. It's like, if you're upset, go break up. Doom. Like do doom, doom done doom, doom. play doom, <laughs> get all your anger out with that Xbox controller in a healthy way by playing the great game known as doom. Doom. Um, no, be done. Doom done. <laughs> I know. Be done. That's it. Like move on. Don't be a piece of shit. Don't leave this cryptic shitty message and presumably go out and cheat. Don't break their shit. Don't like just my God. I hate everything about this. Also, dude, break up with this person immediately. Yeah, because if it's if you're if she's gonna smash it based on something like this. Yeah. Imagine if she thinks that you're cheating. Like yeah. if she you know sees a message or a Snapchat from someone and goes off the fucking road. Yeah. What's she gonna do? You have a cat? You know, fucking come home and find your cat in the oven or some shit. Exactly. Right? Like fuck this is that. the thing. Even if you made this stupid bet or not bet, but like this deal, if you agreed to this no porn rule. 
Smashing your controller isn't the way to do it. No. Also, who watches porn on the Xbox? But that's a different thing. Well, remember we did the porn wrap-up. Oh, damn, people I can't were using. I'm pretty sure porn or Xbox was the top system that it's people wild. watched Pornhub on. It's wild. I can't imagine trying to use the garbage. Oh my god! Even searching for like a game, it's like, well, I'm in for ten seconds of hell minimum. I, I, but I also don't have a new Xbox. Maybe their browser, maybe Microsoft Edge, just fucking flies maybe. on the old, maybe. the old Xbox. Maybe. But either way, dump this person. Bad job. Don't smash your partner's shit. Very bad job. Uh just uh, please, guys. Okay. Uh, do I tell my boyfriend I had sex with our new neighbor? My throwaway neighbor, 24. Me, 33, and my boyfriend, Jack, 34, are moving from an apartment to a rental house today. I had a half day from work, and to start the long holiday, got the gas and cable set up in the new place. I was getting ready to leave, standing in the driveway, admiring the new house, when I hear a hay from behind me. I turn around and see Henry. Flashback to 2016, I was a few months out from leaving my ex-husband, needed a sexual palate cleanser, hopped on Tinder, met Henry, hooked up after a few days of exchanging messages. Uh, we hooked up one more time a week or two later, and things fizzled. We've been in contact a few times throughout the years. He messaged me in 27, but I was in a relationship. And I messaged him in 2018, but he was in a relationship. In 2020, he messaged me, but I just started dating Jack. Anyway, catch up. He lives a few houses over on our cul-de-sac. He's basically across the street. Told him today I'm moving in with my boyfriend tomorrow. Talk about how it's a small world, and then we go about our business. So, of course, I get into my car, call my sister, tell her how crazy it is, and mention I cannot tell Jack that one of our neighbors is my old Tinder hookup. Jack has been cheated on in pretty much every relationship, so he's naturally suspicious. He's called me out for acting sus on my phone two to three times, and I was just scrolling random shit or texting my sister. Sister said a lie by omission is still a lie, and I should tell him, but telling him will put Jack on constant alert mode. I don't know what to do. I'd rather just avoid Henry as much as possible for the year lease. And then what? Move again after the year? I guess. And hope that fucking this other dude moves? This is... It all boils down once again to... You gotta trust your partner. If you don't trust your partner, don't be with them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's as simple as that. If you think that, like, your partner probably has slept with other people. The the fact that those people probably still exists in the mortal coil. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're probably still out there somewhere. And their existence doesn't put your relationship at risk, hopefully. Right? But you mm-hmm. need to trust that that is the case. Yeah, you need to not trust, date them. Yeah, you need to trust your partner and be like, hey, I know Henry still exists. I know Henry's out there somewhere. Is it unfortunate that it's on your stream? Yeah. Even then, it's like, get over it. You know what I mean? Yes, like, yeah. I think this is a perfect situation. This is great. This is a good thing because you get to do the right thing and tell your boyfriend mm-hmm. because you're, you haven't done anything wrong by having this person be on your street yes. or having slept with him in the past. So right now you tell him and you continue to have done nothing wrong. Although, Although. time is a circle. Shit, you're fucking him right now. <laughs> Ah, why would you do this to Jack? Uh, No, but for real, like you haven't done anything wrong and your sister's right. Worst case scenario, you're fucking Henry and he comes home. No, worst case scenario in in the realm of good things is that somehow he finds out. Yes. Maybe if he's this paranoid, he read a message with Henry back in the day. You know what I mean? Maybe you mentioned him before. Maybe Henry mentions it when you guys fucking bump into each other on the street, which is very possible. It could be like, oh, like, what a small world. Yeah, like, hey, yeah, we used to know each other a few years ago. Oh, yeah? For, like, for how long? Like, you know. Yeah. Like, these can happen very, very easily, and at that point, you haven't told him, and that is kind of suspicious. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, right now, you get to do all the right things and not do anything wrong, and if your partner has a fucking freak out... You don't want to be with this person because one, they don't trust you. And two, what's going to happen next time? If you got a job with someone, you know, or if you bump it, like 
you yeah. don't want to live like this. So this is a good way to be like, cool. Can you be cool? If you can't be cool, we're done. If you can be cool, great. We're going to move past this because every honest like interaction and like building moment that goes well is going to help them get over these issues. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a really good point because look, it's good to know your, your trauma's past traumas, partners, transform partners, transformers, partners, past traumas. Yeah. yeah. That's tough to say. say partners, it. past traumas. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not. Um, but partners, transformers, partners, transformers. Um, if there's a bumblebee, if there is a yellow mm -hmm. Camaro yeah, yeah. in the driveway, you and need to know. About that's it. the thing. Transformers are a flat circle. We're in one right now. <laughs> um, yeah, like if you know that your partner has trust issues because of a, a, a past issue in another relationship, great. You're aware of that as long as they're not taking it out on you or or putting you in a bad mm -hmm. position because of it. But now no nails it. You get to tell them and be like upfront, blah, blah, blah. And you also get to like let them know and be like, look, I understand that you've been cheated on before. I need you to understand that I'm not that person. And the fact that I have had a relationship with this man before means nothing because mm -hmm. I'm with you and I am committed to you and I love you. If you do don't say, no, you gotta I lie. <laughs> um, you know, and, and be like, we're moving in together. That's a huge step. That's a serious step that I wouldn't take with someone that I didn't want to be with. Mm -hmm. And I hope that you can understand that I'm telling you out of, my respect for you mm -hmm. and the fact that I want to be honest with you and I don't want to hide things from yeah. you because one, that's what I expect from you. And two, that's what I expect from our relationship. Yeah. I, I expect honesty and truth from you, mm -hmm. even if it's difficult on one of our sides to do, um, or might be difficult for you to hear. I would expect you to do the same for me. Yeah. And like, if they're weird, maybe be like, look, I understand that you come from like past issues, you know what I mean? These things have happened to you. And I understand that and I respect that, which is part of why I was being just so honest to, yeah. to make sure that there was no, you know, that you didn't find out and think something was whatever. You know what I mean? I'm going out of my way to try to accommodate that. And it's like, then be like, I get this, but you do need to trust me. And if you don't, we can't have a relationship because that is literally how relationships work. And don't, don't just let it, don't let it get heated. Don't let them get worked up or upset or, or lose their shit. Like, encourage a conversation yeah. about it too right like let them tell you about what 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 worries them be yeah. like what are you afraid of like why why do you think that i would do this yeah. i've never i've never given you any indication mm -hmm. i've been nothing like i could have lied to you about this yeah you know and like really open that dialogue because i think a lot of people do these things and then bail or let it turn into a fight yeah and right? start to get defensive and it's like understanding your partner's or knowing your partner's trauma is one thing. Understanding it is something different. So you and can allow, know it. And, and opening the door for them to talk about yeah. it as well, especially men. Yeah. We don't get a lot of opportunities to be vulnerable. Nope. Without judgment. Mm -hmm. Right. We see it all the time in these questions where it's like, I saw my boyfriend cry at his, at his dad's funeral. Now I can't be attracted to him mm -hmm. and shit like that. Right. So like letting this guy know that one, he can let his guard down and be honest with you as well. Mm -hmm. Is, is a huge step. It's a huge like opportunity. As Nell said, this is, this is a great opportunity for yeah. you to grow as a couple yeah. and really sort of like put in roots and be like, yeah, we're in this together. Mm -hmm. We're doing it together. It's also a good note to start a new place on, right? Yeah. Honestly, building together and like you understanding and coming to terms with their trauma and them being supported. Right. Yeah. 
And hey, if they fucking freak out, maybe you have a house yourself for a year. Yeah. And that could be cool too, because Henry's right down the road. <laughs> yeah. Or power move. Give them the lease. Move in with Henry. True. Time's a flat circle. You've already been fucking him. You've it's not it. weird. Uh, and if you do it, you've already done it. Damn. And if you haven't done it, you are in the multiverse. Well, guys. We did it. We are nearing the end of our show, which means that we like to hop onto online dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, OkCupid, Badoo, Happen. Have we ever had a Badoo? A, a Badoo? I, someone told me that Badoo was a thing and I got it and I was like, this sucks. Well, on this podcast, we but don't. <laughs> we but shouldn't. We but should not <laughs> at all. Um, we but are afraid to cross that line. Uh, we comb through profiles. We look for what works, what doesn't work. Uh, we mock you for your intelligence level. Always. Always. Um, in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Yeah. This is Ashley. Boy mama, blue heart. Senses of not soft. I'll deck you while I'm crying. I feel like I've seen this person. I, I feel like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's more of the like presentation or like the, 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 like someone just being like, I'm tough. Like it, it seems so disingenuine. Yeah. I feel like much in the way that if you're like, I'm smart, you kind of feel like you're not, if you're like, oh, I'm tough. It's like, Arr. yeah, it's like, you, you don't know, need to say that. It's like the high school thing of girls being like, I'm so random yeah. or, or, you know, I'm unique. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, you, you don't really get to like make that judgment call. You don't really get to say yeah. that about yourself. Also like I'll deck you. That's not cute. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I like, I, I, I know you're me. not going to, I, and if you do, that's a crime and you suck. So yeah. it's like, why are you like, this is more of that faux toughness. Cause that's not going to happen. Yeah. And also, why are you crying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like these are all red flags to me. This yeah. is like, I, literally it's a one for me. Yeah. It's a one for me. And too. it's one of the few ones where it's like, you're not being a fucking racist. You're not being like super toxic, but it's just, you feel like bad vibes. Um, this is Abby recently moved here. And so far I'm loving it. Where are the good pizza spots though? Do they even exist out here? LOL. Anyways, I'm all looking to meet up with some interesting people to see where it leads. It's pretty bland, but it's, you know, they do have an adorable. They do have an adorable dog. Adorable dog. You know, they give you a good, a good opener, a good pizza spot. That's a very easy first date. Pizza is also reasonable. So, yeah, I'll give it a five. It's... I'm, I'm giving it a six, and okay. here's why. Sure. I agree, I agree with everything you say. Well, the dog, I'm, I'm not factoring the dog into the equation. I'm giving it a six because they say recently moved here and loving it. Okay. I absolutely fucking hate when people say like new to the city, it sucks. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, and I think this is a personal bias because I adore Toronto. Mm -hmm. I love this city with a, a large part of my heart. Um, so large? like 95%. That's too much. You're going to die. I, I, I'm, I'm got 5% going. That's oh, what's me going. Wait, but I'm, but I take up at least five. No, Dane. He doesn't love anything else. Just me in Toronto. Um, but it, it's, it, it's, it makes me happy. Cause I'm like, cool. You like the city, which means we get to go, do cool shit in the city. We get to goo. We get to goo. I mean, we good. Okay. You know I mean? oh, oh. Yeah. Also, like, it's one of the rare cases of like just a nice positivity. Most of these are so miserable. You know? Yeah. There's, yeah. There's, no, you're right. You're right. I didn't catch on. I'm not going to change my score. But there's there's an air of just like I actually want to meet this person. Yeah. Right. For sure. The the profile doesn't give me a whole lot of information, but there's enough of an energy and a, and a positivity that I'm like, you don't seem 
like it's going to be an uphill battle. You yeah. seem like you're a cool person mm-hmm. that I would actually want to invest time in getting to know. Yeah. Like, also, I, like it'd be super fun to add to that enjoyment. Be like, oh, you like the city? How about this fucking cool ass place? Yeah, go to Civil Liberties, get a custom fucking cocktail. Exactly. You know? Uh yeah, five for me. But if I if I picked up on that, would have been would have been higher. So you did you did good. You did good, son. Thanks. I don't. Their name is not here, but it's two Bumble prompts. My most useless skill is wearing leather and latex on special occasions. Lol, a non-negotiable. If you're snipped or fixed, you're not for me. They don't really get the prompt there, but okay. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people like, don't yeah. understand the. Uh, it gets ballpark, but it okay. Yeah, I is are we talking snipped as in like vasectomy? I assume, or are we talking S- about circumcision? See, I would think snipped is circumcision and fixed is vasectomy. Yeah, so like, or are we they talking like want you uncircumcised and shooting full loads, or are we talking like both, like both you know reproductive or like snipped as in like tubes. Tube snipped, fixed as in men. I like. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. They just really want you fertile. Yeah, they need you fertile. And if you're not fertile, they got no time for you. But that's the thing. It seems like a really weird thing to be hung up. On. If you want kids, say that. You know what I mean? Like non-negotiable. Someone who doesn't want kids, great. Well, like that's the, weird. But... All the all the profiles now have an option to be like, you know, has kids, mm-hmm. doesn't want anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So like, you can do that. Like, this mm-hmm. is a gross way to go about. Ex- For, that's exactly what I'm saying. Is <laughs> exchanging this information, like being so hardcore and like crass and like invasively personal about something that realistically doesn't matter. Also, super gross. Nine times out of ten. We don't get a whole lot of say in what happens to our circumcision. Well, yeah, that's another thing. Right? Like, like that's not like fair. I didn't I didn't get a choice. Me neither. And I <laughs> well didn't get circumcised, but like still, I, yeah. if I wanted to, which I didn't, I wouldn't have had a say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, this is a two. It's a one. It's a one. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give it a one as well. Uh, this is Sarah. I am looking for smart and classy man. We got one for you. I don't like men who don't take the initiative. I love to laugh and love to spend time with like-minded people. I love cooking, sipping the wine. I think the ideal person lives life to the fullest and loves family and likes to try new things, living every day to the max. I just like to enjoy life and go along with the flow. I enjoy food, camping, patio drinks, just hanging out with friends, nature, and outdoor activities. Cheers. Did did they get did they lose a bet where when they lost the bet they had to write the most generic profile in the fucking world? Yeah. I like to laugh. No fucking shit. I don't know if anyone in the world doesn't enjoy laughing. I love laughing and spending time with people who also like laughing. Yeah. I enjoy spending time with like-minded people. Yeah. I like family and living life to the fullest and trying new things. Like, you're the most generic shit. She does like cooking, though, and sipping the wine. Sipping the wine is the only savor because it's a great phrase. (laughs) And it's like the only ounce of personality in there. So I'm giving it a three. Just for sipping the wine. And I'm almost positive that it's just a type of language barrier yeah. thing. <laughs> well, it's the only saving grace. It's not offensive, but it is almost like a joke in how I'm giving it a three because it's not it. uh it's it's not bad, mm-hmm. but it's, it's just not good. Yeah. This is Jay. Thirty-two. About me. Girl help. I am in hell. This is excellent energy. That <laughs> you know what? I think I think I'm giving this a six. <laughs> Because I think it, I think that's that's a good profile for me. <laughs> it's fun. It's weird, and it's kind of how like it's just like there's no rule book really. 
Whereas, like, arguably, this is similar to, like, everything sucks or, like, blah, blah, you know, like, yeah. it's technically negative, but there is just this weird, like, flippantness about it that's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not a great profile. No. But at least I'm like, nah. I would say yes to it. All right. Marie, for some, we move on? Yeah. Or you want one more? Yeah, give me one more. This is Ruth, 28. Will 100% make a fool of myself. Do it together? Okay. Love Cute. that. It's Love cute. It. I'm going to give that an eight. Yeah. You know what? It's self-depreciating, but like not in a grim, dismal way. That's kind of cute. Do it together. It's like, great. You seem chill. Yeah. I like Your that. Your opening line could be what you could do to make a fool of yourself yeah. together. Yeah. I like it. Uh, thank you very much, friends. That's going to do it for the show. We would like to thank you for hanging out with us today, this week maybe past weeks, if this is not your first episode. We appreciate you. We appreciate you spending the time with us, and we love you very much. 100%. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for the song Paper Stars. And if you enjoy us, consider hopping on our Patreon and supporting us because it helps us keep going, and we fucking love it. Yep, you can do uh, that. And send a question in at fbuddiespodcast.com. Click the Patreon link to join the Patreon at any tier you want. At the $7 level, you will get a bonus episode every month. Um, or you can send in a question. If you would like, if you have a quandary that you need answered respectfully and anonymously, you can give yourself an agent name. We'll get back to you as soon as possible on the show. It's true. Are right, you ready? Yeah. Buckle in. This is a seduction post. This is by Blebster92. The genius of cold approach and why dating apps and social media will destroy humanity. So any guy here who's really put in some work and tried doing three or more direct cold approaches per day for a month will quickly realize some things. Nobody around you will care 99.9999% of the time. Your confidence will skyrocket, an unexpected side effect. How a woman looks when you approach her does not determine how she'll act. She could look mean and cold. When you approach, she's nice and vice versa. You start to become comfortable in other situations in life. Basically, doing cold approaches and building confidence like this is, to me, equivalent to reading 10 self-improvement books. It's the fastest way to increase your confidence. When you get rejection after rejection, you naturally start to become an alpha because you get a thicker skin and can take other things life throws at you much easier than before. You become more assertive and your self-esteem increases. As you continue, you become more relaxed. You start to get better with your approaches and more women start to become interested in you. You go from one out of 10 to three out of 10 and so on. This in turn increases your confidence more and social situations that made you nervous start to have no effect. Because of this, you are relaxed. You're able to be yourself. You may now have the nerve to ask your boss for a raise, confront someone about something that's been bothering you. Basically, doing cold approaches makes you more yourself, the best version of yourself. You'll walk into places feeling a foot taller than everyone else because you'll be doing something 99.99% of men would never have the balls to do, regardless of how tough-looking or handsome they are. It removes all the programming you've been fed from society, movies, music, etc. I have a theory that those in power do not want men approaching women like this for a few reasons. They don't want a bunch of strong alpha men with mojo and willpower walking around. They want a bunch of spiritually weak, weak-willed men walking around. They want men to do online dating instead, because that way they can surveil you, keep you neatly in their system, have you continue to feed the algorithm, which private corps and intelligence agencies can use to predict and manipulate your behavior. Think about it. You're creating chaos in the system. You're barging in and throwing a bunch of people off their normal trajectory when you cold approach. By doing cold approaches, you're not only improving yourself, you're peacefully and indirectly fighting against the technocracy. Not only this, you're also perhaps making social media appear lame. Because say you approach five girls in a ballsy way, those five girls will now, at least on a subconscious level, view social media slash dating as lame and wimpy. 
many guys complaining women use social media too much. Well, I think if more men did cold approach, it would slowly take all women off of social media. I know a lot of people argue against this. And not only this, but also when you do cold approaches, you're encouraging and inspiring men around you to start doing the same. So it's a moral boost to guys around you. When they start doing approaches, they start to reap the benefits. As a result, there will be more real men around, not just boys. I've clearly done a lot of thinking about this, and sorry for how poorly this is written. My initial intention with doing cold approach was simply to get girls, but after doing it for a month, I realized the side effects are almost better than girls. I look forward to hearing thoughts about this. I don't know if you can tell, but I pretty much went into a mind palace where it was just Moonlight Sonata playing to just like, I, all I could hear was in Jordan Peterson's voice. This man has become Jason Bourne and you zone out? He's fighting the technocracy by harassing women in daylight while they're listening to headphones or trying to go do their grocery shopping. I think he became Ben Shapiro, not Jason Bourne. <laughs> but does Ben Shapiro fight the technocracy and pull women from their social, social media. media and social trajectories to fight the CIA? I would, I would love to see this man's cold approach that would make a woman delete her Instagram account. <laughs> So I would, I would love, I, I want this man to be on the show right now and give me an example of what he's saying. That would be like, you know what? I don't need this. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, Hey cutie. Wait, hold on. Beep. Hold on. Beep. I, I just got to, I just got to leave Facebook really quickly. Yeah. I just got to take, fuck you. TikTok. here, put your, put your name and number in my phone. Also, while you're at it, can you just delete all my social media apps? Yeah. Can you, can you delete all the men on there that use social media too? Cause they're lame and wimpy. Damn. And then the CIA are like, no, he's got another one. Take the shot. Take the shot. We can't. His alpha aura is too strong. His thick skin. Like, they look at the sniper and he's deleting his <laughs> Instagram account. No. This is why we didn't want female snipers. <laughs> My name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. And we're your theocracy. Well, you won't be able to reach us anymore because we're going to delete their social media because we don't want to be wimpy boys. Yeah. This is the last episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.